Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Welcome to You Made Me Watch. I'm Mike Bobbitt, along with my lovely wife, Allison. And this is a preview episode. You already know what we're going to watch because you read it in the episode title. But I have not, because that's not the way time works. <laughs> this is all real time for me. Mm-hmm. So I am about to find out. Yeah, you are. As you find out, if you do are just letting all these episodes play back to back to back and you're not reading the title, then we're finding out at the same time. Otherwise, you know before me in the future, fucking time traveler. Allison, (laughs) what are we going to watch? We are going to watch Jumanji. I'm glad you decided to buy this place. I'm sure that you and your kids will be very happy here. Every house has secrets. Everybody in town thinks the place is haunted. But what happened in this house? Little Alan Parrish. He just vanished about uh, 25 years ago. It's a mystery that began a long time ago when Alan Parrish was just a young boy who made an incredible discovery. Jumanji, you want to play? Alan, look. In the jungle, you must wait until the dice read five or eight. Twenty-six years later, Peter and Judy Shepard are about to play the same game and make an incredible discovery of their own. Are you Alan Parrish? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Everyone thought you were dead. Now, never shaved before. They must roll the dice. You're playing the game I started in 1969. I'm going to have to play. And finish the game together. It's not my turn. Whose turn is it? Sarah Whittle. Alan. 26 years ago, we started playing a little game. Whoa, God, no, sir! Alan, Come on, I have been over 2,000 hours in therapy convincing myself that this exists. Sarah. Sarah. We're all going to sit down. We're going to finish it. Extraordinary events unfolding in Brantford, New Hampshire. <laughs> 
TriStar Pictures presents Robin Williams. The original. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I've only seen the sequel. I know. <laughs> I'm yes. excited. Good. When you said that you hadn't seen the first one, I was like, oh, really? Like, it's really good. Robin Williams is in the first one, right? That's correct. Yes. Okay. And I think it's about, the second one's about a video game. Mm-hmm. The first one's about a board game that mm-hmm. I, it also came up. Because I'm running a D&D campaign with my brother and sister-in-law and niece and her boyfriend. And I have it where they are inside the fantasy world. Mm-hmm. And as soon as the game started, they were like, are you Jumanjiing us? <laughs> and I was like, I've never seen that, but I guess so. So yep. I know that it has, I bet it has very dated special effects because I seem to remember scenes where animals from the game are running around like a subdivision and elephants are stepping on cars and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess that's going to look very fake. <laughs> I don't know. And I'm anticipating it's probably darker. I, I bet it's going to be one of those kid movies that's dark enough to make me go like, this was a kid's movie. <laughs> yeah, maybe. What is your history with Jumanji? Um, so I actually didn't see it right when it came out. I wanted to. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure what happened. Probably just didn't make it. Um, so I actually ended up watching it at a sleepover. Okay. And I was like, this movie is amazing. Uh, I really liked Robin Williams as a kid. Who didn't? Because I would watch the reruns of like Mork and Mindy and... Nanu, nanu. Nanu, And I, I don't know. I mean, my parents like Robin Williams stuff. So, I mean, I saw him in stuff that I was probably a little too young to see him in, like Dead Poets Society and <laughs> Good yeah. Morning Vietnam. But um, Did you ever see The World According to Garp? No, I haven't. Oh, God. But I digress. Uh, so I saw it um, at the sleepover, and I really liked it. And... Um, then I kind of forgot about it for a long time. And then when I was in high school, some kids that I was babysitting, it was like their favorite movie. So I would watch it with these kids all the time, like to get them to chill out. So they'd okay. be quiet and I could do my homework or talk on the phone with my friends. <laughs> right. Run and up by there that, long you distance. Mean talk on the phone with your friends and uh, talk on have, the landline <laughs> and have your homework out. <laughs> yeah. Have yeah. it out and then be like, hmm. I can hang up really fast. Yeah. Because I had the cordless phone. What do you think I'm going to think of it? Um, I think you're actually going to like it. Okay. I think it's going to give you like some good vibes. Okay. I think you're going to enjoy it. Cool. Yeah. All right. I, yeah. Uh, the main characters are little kids. And mm-hmm. as we talked last week, uh, I wanted to see more movies about childhood friendship. But yeah. I think they're siblings in this one, aren't they? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Well, what have you watched lately that you would like people to know about? So, the the movie that I watched pretty recently is called The Lost City, and it's Sandy Bullock. what true crime is this? No, The Lost City with Sandy Bullock. Oh, Lost City. Yeah. I thought you said Lost Days. No, The Lost City. Oh, yeah, yeah. With Sandra Bullock and um, Channing Tatum and Daniel Radcliffe is the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's 
it is so fun. Yes. Um, I I didn't expect a whole lot when we started watching it, but um, our friend Brittany was like, it's actually really good. You should check it out. And she has like very good taste. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I trust her when she says, no, you'll like it. I was like, all right. So we watched it and I really enjoyed it. It's so fun. I hope they get to make a sequel. I do too. Daniel Radcliffe as a bad guy is so fun because he gets so unhinged. Yeah. It's He's a great actor. He is a great actor. I don't know how else to describe him other than he can be anything. Did you ever see him in that Ricky Gervais show Extras where he's playing himself? And he's coming on to Ricky Gervais's friend, but he's still like a teenager and he's fumbling around with a condom. It is such a I don't hilarious... think I saw that oh, one, but I've, se- I've seen a few, I've seen several episodes of Extras, but I don't, okay. think I, I don't think I saw that one. Oh my God. It's that along with the Ian McKellen mm-hmm. scene are, I think, oh, and the David Bowie. All the celebrity cameos on that show were so Are really good. funny. Yeah. Yeah. I but, saw one with Orlando Bloom. It was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> cool yeah neat yeah I, yeah i agree that was a great movie yeah so if for no other reason than to see daniel radcliffe be crazy yeah brad pitt has a small role in it you'll really like it yeah <laughs> it's amazing yeah it's very good channing tane was very very oh, funny God. i i just remember the end of that movie Yes. <laughs> God, I really want a sequel now. I right? Yeah. It's yeah. Hopefully they will have a sequel. I hope. It's super fun. It's streaming on Paramount Plus, Epics, and if you have Direct TV, but it's also available to rent on Amazon um and Apple TV. Um what about you? What are you watching? Well, what I watched is something that we watched together as well. After watching Fast and the Furious, we were talking about the Vin Diesel short film, mm-hmm. Multifacial, that he wrote, directed, produced, stars in, and scored. Yes, and, he did. Yeah. I found out a little bit more about it. Steven Spielberg saw it and was like, hey, you want to be in Saving Private Ryan? Is yeah. that how he got his... Yes. Oh, my God. And what I like about it is comedians that audition for SNL find a way to do multiple characters within a five, ten minute set. Mm-hmm. This movie is structured around Vin Diesel as an actor named Mike going on different auditions. So within the short film, you get to see Vin Diesel's range. Yes. And wow, it is... It's, it's really, really impressive. Really yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not very long. It's what, like maybe 15 minutes? Yeah, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, it's not, it's not super long. And you really get to see him do a little bit of everything and yeah. kind of also be honest about like how it's difficult to be multiracial. Mm-hmm. Um, he had VHS tapes of this in his trunk. And anytime he saw someone that he thought could help him out he would give them videotapes of it like he gave he ran into morgan freeman one time and was just like hey here's a videotape (laughs) that's so funny yeah it's really good though Um, it's great it's on youtube right yeah it is on youtube Mm -hmm. i can't recommend it enough especially if you are someone looking to break into show business Mm -hmm. and you want to know how to do it do this Make something yourself and have it be so fucking good. Yeah. That eventually word spreads 
and yeah, I think someone notices it. I think that's an important thing um, is to just do do it yourself. Yep. <laughs> because if you're in trying to break into show business, no one's going to do you any favors. Yeah. It's I, just, it I doesn't tell happen. You, I wish I knew the whole story of Vin Diesel doing that before we moved to LA because yeah. I think I would have wrote, directed, and starred in something yeah. myself and then just used that as a calling card instead of saying, I was on the WTF podcast. <laughs> Someone help me. Yeah. I'm, well, and I mean, it's not to say that it never happens where you just kind of connect with someone and they're like, yeah, I think you're great. Yeah. And they'll help you because they are inspired by you or whatever, but just make what you want to make and like use that Mm -hmm. as like, Hey, this is what I've done. Yep. I think, I think that's a great, um, it's, it's a good idea to take that from, from this movie. It is really, really good. Yeah. What year did it come out? 1995. 1995. So when you, especially when you look at it through that lens of being like, oh my God, he made this in 95. Yeah. He's on payphones throughout the movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's very 90s. It's very 90s, but you're still like, I can't believe he did this himself. Yep. Multifacial starring Vin Diesel and totally created by Vin Diesel Mm -hmm. on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, what true crime podcast are you listening to? You're so mean. (laughs) Um, So I've talked about it here and there, um, but it's kind of my main listen at the moment. It's um, the last podcast on the left. They also do deep dives in true crime. Um, Sometimes they'll do like a relaxed fit episode where they'll, they'll kind of do something light, but they also deep dive into like certain topics like cryptids or um, mm. usually around Halloween, they'll read a bunch of um, creepypastas, <laughs> which is hilarious because there was one year because they'll each take turns reading some that they found. There was one year that every time it was Henry Zabrowski's turn, he would start reading something that ended up turning into like porn. <laughs> it was super funny. And they were like, come on, man. Is this all you picked out? That's hilarious. It was super funny. So they're, um, so it's Marcus Parks, Henry Zabrowski, Ben Kissel. The three of them have great chemistry together. They do. And their voices are all distinct. Yes. from each other so you don't have to go wait what who huh? yeah it, you're not going to confuse their voices um, yeah. they do have very distinct voices right now they are in the middle of their series on leopold and Loeb, which is oh yeah 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 which is what the movie funny games is mm-hmm. somewhat very loosely yeah very very loosely very loosely yeah. based on what about you one of the things i love so much about spotify is it has a great tool for helping me discover not only new music, but old music that I missed. And I stumbled across a band called Aphrodite's Child and ended up listening to their entire third album, 666, Mm -hmm. without knowing anything about them. I was listening to it on the way somewhere and I was like, oh, I can't wait to get to my definition destination so I can look up everything there is to know about this band because it's phenomenal and I never heard of it and it's just like epic metal kind of technical metal which isn't Mm -hmm. really my thing but it's like just cinematic 
And I was very surprised to find out that this thing that I thought was brand new and just came out this year came out in 1972. The year of your birth. The year of my birth. (laughs) And Aphrodite's Child was the band that Vangelis was in. Vangelis who scored Blade Runner and Chariots of Fire. Both movies scores are on the AFI's top 25 film scores wow so uh vangelis died last year Mm -hmm. uh in may or no he died last month sorry he died last month may 2022 covid related heart failure Mm. in france and um if you like his scores of blade runner which you know i don't know how you can listen to the theme song from chariots of fire or listen to anything from Blade Runner and not love his work. You should really hear what he did as part of a band because, oh Mm -hmm. my God, it was, it's fucking amazing. Oh, that's awesome. And I haven't come across anyone else who really knows about it, but apparently a lot of other like English or European metal bands cover more of like the song, less epic uh, songs from this album mm-hmm. so I know that it is one of those hugely inspirational bands that I just somehow never heard of before so mm-hmm. Aphrodite's Child uh, they only did three albums before breaking up and their third album is called 666 and it is sex sex sexy <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. all, right. all right all right well join us next week as I Get my Jumanji cherry popped. I really wish you didn't say it like that. I wish I didn't too. Yeah, it's a kid's movie. Uh, Till next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.